Everything you need is already inside of you. The world would not be what it is without you. When we begin to create change within us, we begin to create change in the world around us. Your journey to becoming your best self as the whole person starts right now. Welcome to the Rise Up For You podcast. I am your host, Leanne DeSanto, and we are honored to have you with us today. This podcast is here to serve you and stand alongside your journey to becoming your best self. And we are all about the whole person here at Rise Up For You. So if you haven't grabbed your free Becoming Your Best Self startup kit yet, you can text Rise Podcast to 797979. That's Rise Podcast to 797979, and you'll be supported both personally and professionally. Now, today's guest is Tracy Tim, and we had an amazing conversation. And Tracy is a career strategist and human capital advisor. Her program, the Nth Degree Academy, helps high potential professionals discover their career sweet spot through a mix of self-discovery, tactical training, and some much-needed tough love. Tracy has a degree in behavioral psychology from Yale, a severely bruised ego from working on Wall Street, and has logged one trip around the entire globe. She believes that our unique purpose in life can be realized through our careers and wants to help people come alive at work once again. So rise up for you and enjoy this episode with Tracy Tim. Well, welcome, Tracy, to the Rise Up For You podcast. Thank you, Leanne. I'm super excited to be here. We're going to have a lot of fun. Yeah, absolutely. Well, let's dive in. So share a little bit about yourself. Oh, goodness. I, so I'm so glad you told me early on that this is short because otherwise <laughs> you, I would go off the rails. I could talk about myself forever. Um, so yeah, I'm born and raised Texas girl. Uh, went to uh, a university that I never expected, uh, which was Yale, where I found what I fell in love with to study, which was psychology. Uh, and yet, you know, I think probably like a lot of your listeners, I grew up just sort of being a performer, like here's the bar, reach it, you know, jump this high. And so um, when I was about to graduate, because the world doesn't really have that same sort of linear yardstick, um, I had no idea what I wanted to be when I quote unquote grew up. Mm-hmm. You know, the real world was this like sort of big abyss of blackness. And <laughs> I just didn't know where I was going to fit into it. Um, so even though I found something that I love to learn about, I really didn't know how that translated into work. And so, um, you know, really the basis of my story is that my first and, and really, frankly, like second and third <laughs> careers out of college were these horrible fits uh, for me that looked on the outside, you know, like great successes. But on the inside, I was just a miserable shell of myself. And I was never really showing up as um, the best version of myself, let alone a decent version of myself. Um, mm. So to skip all the way ahead, the reason that I do what I do now and we have um, this incredible career clarity program that helps people go from stuck to unstoppable and helps them define their ideal, you know, genius zone or career best and highest value profession out in the world is because I I was looking for a method, a strategy, you know, do this and then this and then this, and you'll figure it out. And, and I, frankly, I couldn't find one that worked. And so I built it. Um, Mm -hmm. so yeah, I'm, I'm back in Texas. Uh, I'm running this really incredible team of people now, which is crazy because literally a year ago, um, it was me alone in the canoe rowing with really tired arms. (laughs) (laughs) Now we've got a team of about six people, some full-time, some 
from part-time who are just working their tails off and really dedicated to helping people find work they love um, <laughs> that also pays them what they're worth, mm-hmm. um, which is just a really incredible treat and privilege. So yeah, again, I could go into so much detail in any of those areas of the story, but that's a little nugget about about me. Nice, beautiful. Well, I always believe that we... we um and teach what we need to learn, right? So our own, our own struggles, our own, uh, uh, you know, plateaus, and then clarity, and plateaus, and clarity, and then that's what we're meant to to teach and support others in the world, which it sounds like you're doing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's a great quote. I can't even remember who said it, but it was basically what you're saying. It was we we learn, and then we teach what we learn, and the cycle continues, mm. and that's just sort of how the cycle of life and evolution goes. And I'm totally a believer of that. That I found a problem worth solving for myself and realized, A, I'm not the only person who goes through this. Um, and B, I bet you I could reverse engineer a process that's replicable that could work for lots of people, not just people in certain situations. So we've really been able to take what worked for me and my situation and translate it into kind of a universal, um, uh, strategy or like a method for finding career clarity and it's really Mm. working for people. So I'm, I'm super proud of of Mm. what I built, what we built. Nice, nice, beautiful. Well, let's talk a little bit about that. I know you have a the nth degree, it's called, right? Yes. Love oh, that. So, <laughs> <laughs> I was, um, when I first started my business, I was basically spending 80% of my time as a salesperson of behavioral assessments. Hmm. And so I would sell them into companies and then I would actually go and train um, professionals in how to use them. And then I would help them implement, you know, from hire to retire, how to use assessments to make better people decisions that resulted in better business outcomes. Right. That was like 80% of my time because it made money and it allowed me to, you know, keep a roof over my head and eat (laughs) (laughs) uh, consistently. Uh, But then on the side, I was really doing what I had always envisioned, which was helping people with their careers. Uh, But again, I didn't, you know, I didn't have a method that just sort of like, came out of me on day one, I needed to develop it. So it took three years with tons of one-on-one clients um, and a lot of work as a human capital advisor, which was that 80% of the time work. Um, And I basically reverse engineered this process and I was applying it to my one-on-one clients as I was learning it and building it. And so around the end of year three of this whole trajectory, uh, it just sort of emerged that this process was the same for every person. We were getting very consistent outcomes. And when I say we, I mean me and the client, because uh, again, alone rowing with my tired arms <laughs> in the canoe. Uh, and it, it, it just sort of emerged. And, and I'm a huge nerd and I love words. Um, I always am drawn to like alliterations and rhyme and sort of plays on words and things like that. And so I started naming each of the sections of the methodology, words that started with N. Um, It was now, and then it was nature, and then it was nurture. And then somebody was like, what about people? And so I added network. And then somebody was like, well, what about like the process? So I added navigate. And I, I sort of had this like pretty list of words that started with N. And I went to my mom and was like, yeah, I just don't know what to call this. It needs a name. I can't call it like the Tracy method. Like that's <laughs> ridiculous. Um, and she's like, well, they all start with N and like you're teaching people, you know, why don't you call it the nth degree? And my mom, I mean, she would never say the word like, she'd be upset in <laughs> uh, interpretation of her. But I was like, are you joking me? Like she just came up with it out of nowhere. And so anyway, today, almost three years later, that name um, has survived. So it's our trademark. It's our proven process we've licensed it um and and just frankly it's this step by step now seven step method Mm. to go from confused overwhelmed stuck burned out 
underemployed, underappreciated, and and frankly, just unclear about who you are and and the and your ideal sort of niche in the world to absolutely clear, absolutely certain, absolutely confident and able to articulate who you are and the value you add in the world through your profession. Um, and we've served over a hundred clients to date throughout, through this sort of like now more, uh, I don't know, systematized process, if you mm-hmm. will. And, and we're making it better every single day. And so, yeah, that's, that's, that's the nth degree. It's wow. our, our methodology, if you will. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Let's, let's talk about that a little bit more because I know, uh, it originally was a five-step kind of process and now it's a seven <laughs> step. Isn't that great though? Right. Because it grows as you grow. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's funny. I, um, I don't know about you, but me, and maybe a lot of people listening are like this. I used to be an absolute perfectionist. Mm -hmm. And in a lot of ways, I still really hold myself to like crazy high standards. Mm -hmm. It was just like how I was raised. Um, You know, my parents realized very quickly that I was motivated by grades and achievement and um, performance and getting really good, quote unquote, marks, you know, on anything. And, uh, <laughs> and, and there's nothing like a, a business to teach you that like nothing is static. Things are constantly changing. You can never predict an outcome. So I really released a lot of my own expectations of how things are supposed to go and perfectionism and things like that. And I got to tell you, if you guys out there have not embraced the idea of surrender, and that still sounds like giving up to you, <laughs> I would highly recommend that you look into some resources through rise up or wherever that, um, help you really embrace just this idea of putting your maximum effort into something and releasing the outcome, knowing that it could be better than whatever you ever expected it to be. And so that's kind of what's happened with the nth degree. I really thought, oh, it's going to be set in stone. It's these five things. This is exactly what we do. But then as with any plan, you know, there, there's a great, I, I butcher quotes all the time, so I apologize for this, mm. but there's a great, um, I think he's like a general or something in the army. And he was like, a plan is only, you know, as good as it stands up against the enemy. Like as soon as you, you know, engage with the plan, everything goes to, you know, hell in a handbasket and then you've got a deal. So I put the nth degree out there in the world and people pushed back and said, well, actually we need this. And what about this? And it's missing this. And so of course I started adding and modifying and moving things around. And um, I'm super happy with how it is now because we've basically broken down the longer process of going from stuck to unstoppable into three phases. Mm -hmm. And those three phases comprise all seven steps. And they're, they're basic phases when you think about it. If, if you don't know who you are and the value you add, first you have to discover all of those puzzle pieces. You have mm-hmm. to do a deep dive into your nature, a deep dive into your learned uh, experiences and knowledge and skills and expertise. We call that nurture. And then we also have to figure out where the heck are you in your life right now? And we call that step now so that we honor um reality. (laughs) Um, and so that's all in the discover phase. And if you, if you jump the gun and you move on to phase two, which is defined before you fully finish discover, Mm. you end up trying to put the puzzle together without all the pieces. And that's really frustrating. It's what most of us do and where we usually get stuck. Um, so we do discover first, then we move on to drive and then the drive or sorry, we move on to define and the in the define phase, we have one goal. It's to figure out your niche. Um, and the way that I characterize that for people is that, you know, it's not enough to know that you're an amazing Olympic athlete. Every Olympic athlete knows their sport 
and they're exactly, let's say you're a track runner. Mm -hmm. They don't all run the same distance. Every runner knows this is the distance that I'm best at. This is the environment that I'm best at running it in. And these are the shoes that I'm best at running it in. You Mm -hmm. know, like they know all the details that make them, that that give them the best chance of the highest level of success. Mm -hmm. Okay. And so that's exactly what we're trying to build for professionals is what's the environment and the people and the subject matter and the yada, yada, you know, the who, what, when, where, why, and how of the job that's going to give you the best chance for the highest level of success. Because if we have that, then we have sustainability, we have longevity, we have satisfaction, we have engagement, we have meaning, we have fulfillment, and you get paid what you're worth, which Mm -hmm. is great, right? You get all the, all the things. All the things completely. All the things. Uh, All the things. So that's phase two. Phase three then is, okay, well, once we have that vision, which is a huge hurdle and a huge milestone in and of itself, um, you know, there's one of two things you can do. You can sit on it and be like, oh, wouldn't that be nice to have? And that's where a lot of people get stuck. That's the next part that I didn't see coming, frankly, because I thought, oh, if you just know your thing, you're just going to want to go do it. Well, a lot of us are intimidated Mm -hmm. by our thing. Mm -hmm. Um, which is the second sort of step that I didn't, like I said, didn't see, uh, but learned very quickly. So the last phase we have is called drive and it's giving people all of the tools and the strategy to actually go out into the world and turn that vision that they have for their ideal profession into their actual living, working reality. Mm-hmm. And so the seven steps, you know, are, are, are broken out into those three phases. Um, and we find that breaking it into those three concepts really helps our clients focus on where they are in the process and not skip ahead. Mm-hmm. So if you're in discover, you finish discover. If you're in define, you finish define. You don't worry about the how, you just figure out the what. Mm-hmm. And then when you're finally in the drive phase, now you're, now you're thinking consciously about the how. What am I going to say? Who am I going to say it to? How am I going to test drive these ideas? Where am I going to discover my opportunities? What are my viable opportunities? And where does this exist in the world? So you finally get to answer those. Frankly, I, I don't know, as a business owner too, I've found that the more I've, I've gotten into it, the more I've been intimidated by the how. It's like you start out with this great what, like I'm going to change the world, I'm going to do this, I'm <laughs> right. going to do that. And then again, <laughs> you know, your efforts meet the world and it's not, it's not as beautiful as you thought it was going to be. And so you start to get beat down by the how. Um, Plus all your stuff comes up, right? Like all your own stuff, like you said about, I love that you mentioned perfection, you know, I call it, you know, perfection paralysis, right? That so many people get into, it's like, okay, I know what I want to do, but then that actually stepping out and doing it or, you know, um, yeah, they get, they get stopped, right? They just stop themselves. Yeah. It's so funny because I, um, early on in my business, somebody that I really trust who is helping me write, um, write some scripts actually for speeches. He, she broke the, the two sort of avatars. If you're familiar with that term, right. Mm-hmm. An ideal customer avatar into two personalities. One of them was me. So the person at 25, who's like, I got to get the hell out of here because <laughs> I'm losing my mind on wall street. And so, I, and I don't even know what I want to do, but it's worth pursuing, right. It's worth going to figure out. And then there was one of my best friends on the trading floor who, um, he actually knew exactly what his ideal profession was. And instead of pursuing it, he was staying at the bank on purpose because he, I'll never forget what he said to me, which was, this is what successful people do. Mm. You know, this is, this is the pinnacle. Like we are here where tons of people want to be. 
why would I leave to just go do something that I like doing? Like, this is what successful people do. And I just remember like wanting to smack him across the face and be like, you know what you want. Like my biggest hurdle was like not knowing. Mm. And if I had known, I would have run out of the front door years before that. And he knew, and yet he was not pursuing it because of this sort of external expectation of what success is or looks like or has to be right. And it just blew my mind. And she asked me, you know, who do you want to help? Do you want to help the that version of you from back then? Or do you want to help that other guy? And I was like, you know, both are worthy of helping just like any problem I think in the world is, is worthy of solving, mm-hmm. but I'm not equipped <laughs> to get somebody into the mental state of like, okay, now I'm ready to go do my thing. Like we work with people who are like, Tracy, you are speaking my language. I have wanted to find my thing forever. I will go pursue it with everything in my body and my mind and my heart and my soul. Um, I just want you to help me figure out what it is, mm. you know? And then we get to the hurdle of like, okay, well now you have to actually go do it. But in reality, since we've set them up with so much clarity and so much confidence, and, and they've, they've eliminated the uncertainty of whether or not it's possible to actually find that thing. Now they're like off to the races, Got which it, yeah. frankly isn't the best business model in the world, right? But <laughs> it really, it's like sort of the dating app that's meant to be deleted. Right, exactly. Like, we-, <laughs> we don't need you anymore. <laughs> um, but it, you know, it's working. And, and, and then because we actually have an opportunity to coach people through that drive process, that's where our additional programs and services are coming in now. You know, right. we've got this great breakthrough clarity program. And then most of our clients go off and actually just want to execute that at least for the first 30 days on their own. Um, you know, if they need support, then we're there to help them through the drive part of the process. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. I know some, sometimes uh, as coaches or, um, you know, consultants, you feel like, yeah, you're, you're going to, work yourself out of a job if you, you know, there's sometimes this hidden thing that I noticed from other uh, coaching programs I was in and and I was, I've been a coach for over 30 years in some capacity, but it's like, well, don't give away too much, you know, don't give away too much in the free session because then they won't hire you. No, people still need support. I mean, that's again, that scarcity mentality, right? No, people need support. They need that next step. They, you know, and, and, and if, Hey, you fill them up in the first session, then great. You know, it, it, to me, it's, it's, yeah, it's not a either or. It's like, just give the person what, what they need and support them. Yeah. You know, one of my business coaches from over the years, I think she said it really well when she told me, and this was a nice reframe for me because I am constantly working on my own abundance mindset. In fact, it's one of our company core values succeed together so that I don't forget that it's not, Hey, you know, Leanne wins and Tracy loses or vice versa. Mm. It's not zero sum. It's, it's that actually, you know, we can build the pie together. Mm-hmm. Um, but that aside, it is what she used to tell me was, you know, in today's world, you can learn anything for basically nothing, you know, with YouTube, with Google, like you can actually learn knowledge. You can gain knowledge mm. for free anywhere at any time, which is crazy. Um, she's like, so people don't pay for information. They pay for transformation. Right. Right. They pay you for the change that you're going to help them make. They don't pay you because like what you, the knowledge that you're giving is sort of like earth shattering or groundbreaking, <laughs> even though it might be, <laughs> right. you know, I, I tell people this all the time. I'm like, theoretically, you can do everything that, that is encompassed in our 30 day career clarity breakthrough program on your own. You could, you could do it now. Would it be hard and painful and a little bit uncomfortable? 100%. It'd be like, you know, a really gifted 
uh, cardiothoracic surgeon doing her own open heart surgery. Like, <laughs> right. Doing your own introspection is messy, right? Yeah, it's messy. <laughs> but you can do it. I mean, they can absolutely do it. What they pay for is the accountability to do it in 30 days, yeah. right? To have um, a proven plan and, and a step-by-step, here's what you do day one. Here's what you do day two. Here's what you do day three. Did you do it? Okay, here's what you do day four. <laughs> like right. And we have a calendar all set up for that. So I think she was spot on and she helped me really reframe you know, it's so easy to think, oh, everybody's done anything that I would do. You know, mm. nothing that I would give is unique or different or, and you know what? It's probably not. It's probably not that different. I'm not teaching people like earth shattering crazy stuff. We just put all your puzzle pieces in a framework that makes sense. And then we Absolutely. work you through it. So, you know, that, that maybe that's not the best marketing message in the world, but. <laughs> no, but it's great. It's yeah. It's yeah. truthful. And it's, it's because I mean, how you hear one person, um, you know, whether it's Tony Robbins, Simon Sinek, uh, Wayne Dyer, you're like, whatever you're listening to, you, you know, you could hear something a hundred times and you finally get it when you connect and it's the right person know, at the right time. Yeah, totally. Like you said, we're in information overload. It's like that, that causes more the confusion than anything. Yeah. And you know what? It's it's also too, it comes down to like the person or the message that, that actually gets through to you. Right. Because I, I use this example. I know this is cheesy and random, but like I, I've never been able to stand up on water skis or a wakeboard like ever. Like, mm-hmm. And I grew up in Texas. We go to the lake, yada, yada, yada. Like mm-hmm. just couldn't figure the damn thing out. <laughs> and right. it wasn't until a couple years ago that somebody just, they just worded what you're supposed to do differently. Just like one tweak, like it was just about standing up differently or whatever. It was pushed back on the wave. I can't even remember what he said, but I was like, why hasn't anybody else said it like that? (laughs) And so then immediately I'm up, I'm having the best time in the world. And I'm like, it all it took is one tweak of a a tiny message to get through. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, love that. Now, that's a great example because it's so true, right? You could hear something and finally that one comes through and that's what you do for people, right? It's, it's mm-hmm. you know, you get through that, um, the the monkey mind, right? That keeps us, keeps yeah. us stuck and even trying to figure out what do I want to do? What, you know, when I grow up, what do, you know, because people aren't staying in the same job for 40 years and getting the gold watch anymore. You know, it's, yeah. it's more and more, you know, entrepreneurs, more, and you know, business is shifting. So yeah, there's so much more, you know, which is great. So much more opportunity, but it's definitely having, again, what you do, that framework, the accountability, the actually, you know, stepping into that next phase. So you, you can live the life you want to live. Yeah. And I I think too, now people are actually taking more control, um, you know, to the extent that we can control anything, right. People are actually getting back in the driver's seat and saying, Mm -hmm. I'm not going to settle for X, Y, and Z existence or this job that, you know, okay, I get paid like decently well, but you know, I'm not showing up. Like I have no passion. I have no interest. I have no engagement. I have no energy. I'm like, I ask people this one question. I think it's really telling. Like when was the last time you gushed about something that happened at work? Like (laughs) gushed, like, like truly was like today I accomplished this or, Oh my God, we had this breakthrough or there was this really cool process or what? Like my mom has worked at the same travel service IT company for travel technology company for 31 years she still comes home on occasion and is like, oh my God, we had this insane like system breakdown. We had this process and you're, it's the most boring thing you can talk about <laughs> in the world to me. And she's so engaged with it nice. that I'm like, 
this is so unfair. You know, so I grew up with a mom who like found what she wanted to do when she was 20 yeah. in her very first class in college in computer science. And so that was super frustrating, but, <laughs> but still, I mean, it, she's engaged even 35 or whatever years later with the content and the, and the ideas and, and the process. And it's, it just goes to show you that, you know, you say what you want about like, Oh, must be nice. And you just have to suck it up and pay your dues and yada, yada, yada. The point of the point of all this is that my one of my deep fundamental beliefs is that we're here for a reason mm-hmm. and to make an impact and to have a purpose and a meaning to our lives. Otherwise, like why the hell? <laughs> no, we here. Why anything? Right? <laughs> right. Why? Absolutely. Well, the anarchy, nothing matters. Right? <laughs> like we have a purpose, and and why not live that purpose through your work? Like why not? Maybe that's not the case for everybody. Maybe you live your purpose through your family. You suck it up at your job, um, but your job sort of uh, maintains your family. You know, that's okay. But but I would really challenge the sustainability mm-hmm. of that life. You know, how you can probably do that for five years, 10 years, 15 years, but how is it impacting your family? Are, are you showing up as the best mom or dad? Are you showing up as the best parent? Are you showing up as, as the best community member you could be? Yeah. So many people I talk to, are sucking it up in lives they hate because they think it's benefiting the people they love, but they aren't <laughs> showing up for the people they love. They're just giving them money. Right. Like, yeah. and, and, and I get it. Like not everybody has the, let's say luxury or privilege to do this in every scenario and every circumstance. But if you do, yeah. then you're basically looking at those people who don't and saying, Oh, it's not even worth it anyway. Like, like how crappy is that? I, yeah. I, I get really like totally. amped up about this. No, I love like if that. You have, yeah. If you have the privilege, if you have the opportunity to actually pursue work you love and you don't do it, you're like spitting in the face of the people who can't. Mm-hmm. It, it, you're wasting mm-hmm. an opportunity in my mind. Now, I've come around to that idea because <laughs> frankly, <laughs> I was too scared and too you know fear-based in my mindset for the first several years of my career to actually like have a thought like that. But once you come around to it and you're on the other side of the leap, if you will, and you can look at the world from the perspective of, a, we'll just say a different perspective, then, then you start to realize like, oh yeah, like if you've been given these gifts and given this opportunity or given this privilege or whatever it is, whatever you want to call it, um, and you and you don't use it, give it to somebody yeah, exactly. else. Like, I, uh, you know, it, anyway, I... We've, we've gone off the rails. But no, you know what I, mean. <laughs> I love your, no, I love your passion. I love your enthusiasm about this because it's so true. We get sometimes just so stuck in the, I don't know, the familiar, the, what, you know, you learn from your parents and, and it feels like it's really hard to get out because you're the pay, you're living for the paycheck, like you said, but you yeah. know, now more than ever, there's so much more opportunity, so much more um, availability and information, right? Like <laughs> we talked about yeah, that we can yeah. oftentimes create something totally different. So I love the work that you're doing in the world because it's so, so needed. Thank yeah, you. It's yeah. It's, it's, um, it's been a total crazy roller coaster. People ask me, like I get, now I get, it's asked advice from the perspective of an entrepreneur or a business owner or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, this is odd because I never <laughs> expected to be an entrepreneur or business owner. I just found something that I felt like I really wanted to give to the world and that I was actually really good at and uniquely positioned to deliver well. 
and I I just struggled to find it in a, in a corporate in setting. A corporate Otherwise, setting, right. I probably would have done that. You know, right. I mean, girl loves dental insurance, right? Like I'm not yeah. <laughs> trying to be out here with all the risk and all the crazy, but you know, I, it was more important for me to do it in the way that honored, you know, my gifts and my contribution and allowed me to serve clients the way I felt that they should be, um, mm-hmm. than it was to have dental insurance. And, and right. so I made that decision, yep. you know, it, yep. but that's a values based decision that I think is really important. That's one of our first steps in our nth degree process is that we actually force our clients to put their at least top 10 core values down on paper and then craft commitments around each value. So mm-hmm. how are you going to live your life so that it speaks to this value? And what mm-hmm. are you not going to do so that you live this value? And mm-hmm. you'd be amazed. People are like, Oh, wow. <laughs> no wonder I hated that previous job. Yeah. Or no wonder my boss got on my nerves or no wonder, like I felt burned out. You know, yeah. They're living against their values. And you I can wonder why, so you, why people beat themselves up so much. Like they're not, you know, in that alignment. Right. So it's like, Oh, I just, Oh, yeah. keep falling off and then not honoring who I am and what I really want. And then I beat myself up and then the cycle keeps going. And then, yeah. So no, it's, 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 it's a I mean, huge self-awareness to do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And what I loved about studying psychology was that they teach you really logical reasons to not do that. Like mm. there's something called cognitive dissonance, which is, a, which is what we're talking about where your body, you know, your body and its physical actions cannot exist for a very long time in opposition to your brain and its thoughts, Mm -hmm. right? It creates a lot of internal tension in your body and you have to alleviate that tension somehow, either by changing your behavior or changing your thoughts. And if you're on a conveyor belt, Mm -hmm. if you're really comfortable, changing your beliefs is a lot easier than changing your behavior. And people do that all the time. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I just ask myself, you know, if that's unsustainable, what am I going to do instead? Do I really want to change what I believe? Do I really want to change the person that I am? Or do I want to behave differently? Mm. And that's, I mean, like you said, talk about like, I was going to say humiliating, not the word I meant, um, humbling. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Cause you really have to like, yeah, suck it up and, and, and look at yourself objectively and be like, that's not, who I want to be in the world. Right. Right. Know? Absolutely. And then ask yourself what you're going to do about it. Yeah. That's the next question. <laughs> how do I you're make that change? Right. <laughs> well, fantastic. Well, before we wrap up, I want to ask you our power questions. We always love All to right. have our guests share with our audience. So the first one is what is one book that's had a massive impact on you? Okay. This is my answer every single time I get asked this question and it's such a cheesy book, but I freaking love it. And I really hope this woman is still alive and one day I get to meet her. So there's this, um, do you remember the very first, uh, chicken soup for the soul book? There was a list of 10 things published in it called 10. Um, if life is a game, these are the rules. Mm. And they were her 10 rules for living. Mm -hmm. And they just sort of like proliferated the world and took over. And then she got contacted by Jack Canfield and was like, did you write this? Her name's Dr. Sheree Carter Scott. And she's like, yeah, I wrote that. And he's like, you need to write more about this. So she ended up writing a book. It's this teeny tiny, it looks like coffee table book. Mm. probably costs $7. It's maybe like three by five. It's small. Mm. And she delineates like each of these 10 rules for being human, for being alive, for, for life. And then she breaks them down into values or virtues in, in, in each rule. And 
Honestly, I read that at a time in my life where I actually was living how she describes her sort of epiphany in in the intro chapters. And mm. I was like, oh, my soulmate. <laughs> you know? <laughs> um, that book is just incredible. Uh, it is so honest and authentic and it's not pontificating at all. And it's easy to read. And you could pro- and at the same time, you could spend a year on each rule and right. like still have something to learn. So I, I, I used to, and actually I, I think I have a copy here in my bag. Mm-hmm. I, I used to carry it around with me all the time uh, and just like reference it. So I would say if life is a game, these are the rules by Dr. Uh, Cherie Carter Scott, I believe is how you pronounce her name. Beautiful. Awesome. What is a uh, one quote that you live by? Uh, well, I have many. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think the one that's most applicable for this group based on what we've been talking about so far is um, Howard Thurston or Thurman. I always screw this up because I go back to Uma Thurman. I think it's Thurston mm-hmm. said, um, don't ask what the world needs. Ask, ask what makes you come alive and go do that. Because what the world needs is people who've come alive. Mm. And I based a lot of my work on that. Because I, 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 when I quit Wall Street, I actually enrolled myself in a semester at C, which is normally an undergraduate study abroad program. And uh, so I was 25 on a ship of like 700, 18, 19, and 20 year olds <laughs> traveling around the world. Uh, and I found that quote on that trip. And I remember that sort of being like my beacon of hope. Like, okay, because I kept asking, like, what am I supposed to do? What do I need to do? What do I have to do? What, what should I do? Mm-hmm. And it was just nice to have a reframe of like, maybe that's not the question. You know, what, what makes you actually alive? Like, what makes you feel like, oh, wow, I'm out here and I'm a lot and I'm awake. And I'm like, you know, yeah. I'd rather live my life like that than like a zombie. Absolutely. Um, and so I just asked myself, those questions instead of and, and and then that also comes back to the premise of my entire business it's like the, what the world needs is people who are living alive and purposeful in the work that they do and so that's that's what we help our clients do as well so I absolutely love that yeah total alignment love it love it Yay. okay how about um your golden nugget like the one final message you'd like to leave the world okay Uh, So this is one of my favorite pieces of advice because you just can't fight the logic of it and it should shove you. Well, should, I don't like to use the word should, it will (laughs) shove you out of your complacency. Um, So while I was on semester at sea, I met a uh, fellow Yaley, which was really funny. Um, He was one of the professors on the ship. He's a professor of social psychology. And I was sort of at my wits end of like, you know, do I go back to banking because like it's all I've done in the past and I don't even know what else I could do or like do I actually take a shot and like keep searching because at that point I hadn't figured it out yet and he was he without hesitating said it is always worth it to take your meaningful shot for the stars and I'll tell you why it's a psychological principle that you can't argue with (laughs) (laughs) and it's super logical it's that you can only regret two things in life scientifically you can regret something you did or something you didn't do that's Mm. it so regrets for things that we did do are, they suck, right? Like you cheated, you lied, you whatever, mm-hmm. and, and, and now you're in trouble and there's an outcome and whatever, whatever. They have a resolution. And so our brain can deal with that, right? Like mm-hmm. this happened, this was the result. I deal with the result, and you move on eventually. Like it, it may take a little bit, like, mm-hmm. a, I don't know, months, years, whatever, but you move on. It, it eventually goes away. 
Um, regrets for things you did not do because they don't contain a resolution that's clear and our brains love closed loops. Mm. They actually never get resolved in your brain. And that's why people on their deathbed say, I wish I had been true to myself. Mm. What if this had happened? What if I had said, I love you? What if I had started that business? What if I had quit that job? What if I had just spoken up for myself? You know, Mm. those things haunt us because of our psychology, like it's cognitively written into our brains that your brain is going to look for an answer or a resolution. And if you don't give it one by doing nothing, um, it will haunt you potentially forever. And when he told me that I was like, Oh my God, like nobody has ever made a better case to me for just trying just to, because yeah. if you just try and you fall on your face, <laughs> at least you won't regret that for as long as not trying. So ever since that day, you know, Leanne, I'm the girl who goes up to guys in bars. I'm the (laughs) one who raises my hand. I'm Mm. the one who's like, let's try it. I'm the one who hits send before we check for all the typos. Like (laughs) I I just do to see what's going to happen because can you imagine a life where you, you wind up at the end of the day going, what if I had just tried, you know, what, what could have happened? So that's my nugget is if you're on the fence, if, if something's holding you back or keeping you stuck, ask yourself, what are you going to regret more at the end of the day? You know, imagine yourself as like a, a grandpa or a grandma (laughs) sitting on a porch with an Afghan and a cat and just (laughs) ask yourself, like, what are you going to regret more? And it's going to give you the fire in the moment to, to do something. So Absolutely. that's my nugget. Love it. Beautiful, Yay. beautiful. Well, before I ask you our last question, how can we yeah. find and support you? Oh my gosh. Okay, so there are two things. The first is that I put together um, a, a, a listener-specific landing page for just the Rise Up for You listeners. It's just going to be tracytim.com forward slash rise up. So that's T-R-A-C-Y-T-I-M-M dot com forward slash rise up and you can get all kinds of freebies there you can book a call with one of my enrollment coaches you can download a bunch of freebies there's a really cool four four part video course that's free that that helps you kind of go from a bit of unstuck to unstoppable Mm. um and then i wrote a book uh, and i would love 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 for you guys to go check it out it's basically the nth degree process written out in book form it's called unstoppable uh, discover your ideal or discover your true value, define your genius zone and drive your dream career is the mm, subtitle. Um, so you can find that book at unstoppablecareerbook.com uh, and you can pre-order it on a bun- bunch of different outlets um, or it's coming out September 29th. So depending on when this uh, goes live, maybe oh, the book will nice. be on offer and you can, you can have at it. But oh, I, uh, yeah, I would love the support. Um, and if you're, you know, here's the thing, like if you're looking for a comprehensive strategy and a step-by-step method, I don't think you can find a better one. And so you might as well buy a $15 book and check it out. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> it's like a very tiny risk. <laughs> tiny risk on that one, but but beautiful. It's yeah. a great way to put that information in the world and put it in everyone's hands. So that's wonderful. That's awesome. That was my big dream. Yeah. So it's just kind of one of those crazy bucket lists. I can't believe I did this. I wrote a freaking book. It, right. It's, yeah, it's a little crazy. Even some of my friends are like, when did you do that? Like, when did you have the time to do that? I'm like, I really don't know. Yeah. Um, it's kind of Just been on happened. my heart my mind for a long time. So yeah, Great. thanks for the, the opportunity to present that. I appreciate it. Absolutely. Okay, our last question. As you know, we are Rise Up For You. When you hear that phrase, what does it mean to you? <sighs> so I got to tell you, Leanne, I've been thinking 
thinking about this like almost the entire time we've been talking in the back of my head. <laughs> um, honestly, when I when I first think about Rise Up for You, it makes me think about the morning and about how you feel when you wake up. Mm. And um, I, if you're not waking up for yourself every day to put out the best version of yourself every day and to, to sort of promote and highlight other people's best selves, you know, rising up for yourself and for others. I really think you have an opportunity to have a greater impact with your life. Whether you do that through your career or not is totally up to you. If you're not a career person, that's fine. But if you are and you're leaving something on the table, meaning you, you wake up on Sunday dreading Mondays Mm. because you hate your job. Um, you're not rising up for you. So (laughs) it it just, honestly, it makes me think of the difference now when I wake up, even if I'm not like super jazzed to go into the office and do yet another like administrative, whatever task, I wake up so grateful. I just wake up so grateful for like the day for sunshine, for a team of six people, for arms that aren't as tired and a canoe that has company, (laughs) you know, whether or not we're killing it in the industry, doesn't matter. You know, I wake up for them. I wake up for me and, and Mm. I, I, I hope that, and I know that this podcast is going to inspire more people to do that. So that's what I think. Absolutely. Oh, I love it. Beautiful. Tracy, I can't thank you enough for your time today, your wisdom. I just, I'm so jazzed and I can't wait to go get that video series. I'm super excited. Yay. Super. I really appreciate it. I gotta say, if, if, if you guys ever needed an example of somebody who's like, living in their genius zone when I'm being interviewed I just I just show up so I mean this is me I'm I'm, I'm not different than this normally but like it's one of my favorite things to do yeah. so I'm really excited that you're jazzed and that the message we're putting out there in the world is working and resonating with people absolutely and thank you for the platform thank you for the chance to share you know this information and to frankly like just jam out with somebody who's similarly minded because that's always refreshing too. Yeah, I know. I love it. Well, thank you so much. And I'm excited for your book and can't wait to get that as well. So I hope to see you soon. Thank you for joining us today on the Rise Up For You podcast series. We're here to serve you and inspire you to become your best self so that you can live a life that you are proud of. If you haven't already, head over to our website, riseupforyou.com and explore through all that we have to offer. Don't forget to subscribe while you're there for exclusive materials sent to you weekly and also subscribe to this podcast. You can find us on iTunes, SoundCloud, and any other major podcast channel. Join us for our next episode, but until we meet again, rise up for you, be better today than yesterday, and prepare for a greater you tomorrow.